The Professional Carbon Cleaners and Restorers podcast informs companies just like yours why we need to do this together. This free service allows you to obtain business insights to help develop and grow your company to allow for a better lifestyle. Together we have the ability to provide valuable insights, knowledge, guidance and personal resources accumulated over many years. This podcast is developed for you to claw back your valuable time and hopefully help with your forward goals. This podcast is all about giving back. No strings attached, no funny business, no get-rich-quick schemes, but simply to provide some of mine and our amazing co-hosts their wisdom, stories, and hopefully some valuable insight. Together, we have the ability to grow, sustain, and provide a healthy work-life balance for all the cleaners and restorers. As this is totally free, please subscribe, write a review, and share this podcast today. Now onto the show. Hi, and welcome to this fortnight's podcast. So this fortnight's podcast is on the new association that's actually uh, being started up down in Victoria. Uh, and it's a great incentive for carpet cleaners, upholstery cleaners and rug cleaners that um, may not be into that other realm of the restoration. So it, it's a great incentive to get it started. And also just, yeah, it's actually just for those groups. It's not for other groups to join in. So it's going to be very specific to the carpet cleaners, upholstery cleaners, tile cleaners, rug cleaners, um, you know, those sorts of cleaners. So great incentive. So what happened was um, over the weekend, we actually had uh, 12 participants come to a podcast recording on this segment. For whatever reasons, the recording didn't record. So this is just going to be an overview of the conversations that happened um, and how it went down and, you know, something along those lines of uh, uh, it's more of a advertisement for the new association opposed to being something technical. But stay tuned. It's um, there was great discussions. Um, It was a good evening uh, and we'll just start running through what is going on. So first of all, Big shout out to Sharon Schultz down in Victoria there. Uh, So Sharon is new to the industry, been in the industry for about, uh, I think it's five years or less than five years. So when Sharon started, um, again, like most people, started off with thinking that carpet cleaning is pretty simple. And as she got into it, she started thinking, oh, there must be something different, you know, how... How can I go out and meet some people and get a bit of information, a bit of study and um, that sort of thing? So she went along to a rug cleaning course that was being held by an American instructor that was out then in Victoria and found out very quickly that there was a lot more to this industry than she first realised. And that began her travels on becoming a professional. Uh, And it's like she likes to say, um, a growing professional, someone that's always looking for the next bit of education and uh, advice and networking and that sort of stuff. So anyway, as I said, she's been in the industry for around the five-year mark and is a bit disappointed that the industry in Australia at the moment, outside Western Australia, has nothing for the carpet cleaner, upholstery cleaner, leather cleaners, tile cleaners and decided to start putting something together about three months ago. So we're in August now. So roughly, I would say May, April, May. 
around that sort of time, she decided to put something together. Um, and for anybody that's been in an association, around association or any of that, um, the, the work that you need to put in whilst you're on a association that's already been developed and, and running is um, it, it's mind-blowing how much work is, and it's all volunteer work. So you can only imagine the amount of information that she's had to try and gather trying to start this from nothing at all. Um, and again, it's not that she didn't have somebody that she could reach out to and, you know, say, is there something in the market already? Um, the reason why she wanted to start at something new is because she wanted a different view of how an organisation would be run. Um, and, and again, it's, uh, it's, it's the old model of uh, an association where people sort of volunteer their time and there's no administration. It seems to be the, you know, works from the top down. So there's a group of elected uh, people that go into a position and it seems to be their role to sort of try and get the association going, keep it going, uh, get the members in, so forth. Um, so Sharon did reach out to the Western Australia uh, Association, Cleaning Association over there, who have been going now for 20 years successfully. And again, it's a very niche little market that Western Australia has. Um, and they've sort of built it on the fact where it's better to build it in your own community than try and build it like a nationwide. Um, so that was the first thing that Sharon did was actually uh, talk to Western Australia uh, and looked at their model and how they did it and how that would perhaps work in Victoria. So the conversation is around with... Um, you know, what does an association do for me? The old question, what is an association? I pay my money, what does the association do for me? So I started asking the questions with um, to the participants on the, on the recording. Um, what is it that you actually want out of association? And I guess this is the question that we all need to ask ourselves. What is it that you actually want out of association? Now, a lot of people will pay their money just to be affiliated with an association, not really understanding um, what it is that they might have to do, um, if their expertise actually warrant them being in an association uh, and a few other things. So the biggest thing I was trying to get um, out of the group was how are they going to promote this to everybody? Um, and as everyone knows, it's very difficult or for most people anyway, to uh, walk into a room where you know nobody and try and get that sense or that feel of invitement. You know, they're, they're inviting you into the area. And that was the question I asked. What is going to be different now with the new association opposed to the associations in the past? And again, nothing wrong with the associations in the past, but they're not here now. So it's that old, you know, saying, you're doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result. So what are, what are you going to do differently? And look, the information that was being delivered by everybody that participated was unbelievable. Um, and again, everybody has a different idea of what an association should be doing, uh, what it should be doing for them, what they can do for the association. Now, we had a, a few people in there that actually are on a few other boards 
um, and they're not boards like you might think. So, um, you know, there's uh, people that do uh, volunteer fire brigade. Uh, you know, there's also um, one of the guy's fathers is a retired accountant. Um, and he's looking at just helping out the association um, with the accountant side, just setting it up, not being a part of it, but just actually helping and setting it up. So those sorts of things is what you want to hear is, uh, you know, there's people out there that are willing to provide services, professional services for a new association. And that, again, is what this association is trying to do. It's trying to entice and invite people out there that have some skills that they feel that would benefit other people in the industry, the same industry. Um, and by doing that, it's to lift and grow um, the association, lift everybody um, around us and the industry as a whole. So that's what they want to do. That's what they want to bring to the, to the uh, forefront is to be able to um, increase the understanding of what the industry is to the consumer. Um, new people coming in, um, they're welcoming new people. Again, it's not something that you have to be you know, certified, qualified, um, triple master, whatever you want to call it. It is simply for everybody in the industry um, currently or wanting to become in the industry to get that information and collaboration. So some of the big key points um, that were brought up in the conversation were around that uh, consumer information. And I guess what they're trying to do is um, have a centralised website in which the consumer is able to get this information as well. So it doesn't seem like you're just going in there trying to sell or upsell or, you know, say you're the best or whatever. There is some sort of industry association around what you're actually trying to uh, pr provide, what were you trying to get across to the client as well? So you are trying to lift, um, you know, the ability of cleaning, uh, getting the client to understand what you're doing as well. So that's a major thing they're looking at doing. So setting up a website um, that will have all that information on there will be key. Uh, professionalism was the next thing they brought up. So again, just raising the bar, getting that professionalism in the industry itself. Um, so from there, the conversation went along the lines of, um, you know, people who want to join, how qualified do they need to be? And what does qualification look like? So it, it sort of boils down to having a look at what's available in the industry right now. What, are, what the associations um, sort of have uh, as their programs, I suppose, uh, joining programs. And one that was brought up was the AFTA, the Australian uh, Timber Floor Association. And they have levels. I think they have three levels at the moment. And again, it's uh, not based solely on your academic knowledge, but it's based around your theory and practical knowledge, your time in the industry, um, you know, courses that you've done that sort of assist in that as well. So they're looking in that sort of thing as well as to maybe have uh, something along those lines where 
uh, you can become a complete beginner and join the industry uh, and work your way up. Um, so some of the association things they're looking at doing is actually providing uh, information through training, whether it be paid or free seminars, courses. Um, that's what they're trying to build on now. And when I say trying to build on now, uh, in Monday week, um, I think it's on the uh, 16th. I will double check and I'll put a copy to the link um, on this podcast. Um, but they're, they're having a, at this time, COVID providing that they can have a face-to-face meeting. So one thing you would like to check out is if you get onto the Facebook page, um, let me just bring that up now and join up the Facebook page. They actually have a Facebook page at the moment. Um, that is, mind me for a second, I do apologise. The Victorian Carpet Cleaners Association. Um, it is a private page at the moment. So um, I'm pretty sure there's some questions there that you have to answer and the admin will allow you to go in and the information will be posted on there for now. So I think they're looking at a WhatsApp uh, as well and uh, whatever else they're doing. So at this present time, it's the Victorian Carpet Cleaners Association Facebook page. So jump on there to get the information. So I'll just jump on there now to see if uh, they've got something on here that I can pull up for that meeting. Um, gender, uh, so they got the agenda on the 19th. Okay, so um, they did have it on the 19th of July, but that got cancelled due to COVID. Um, so that was online. Um, just see if there's anything else. Uh, we'll see if I can find that anyway. And um, and so the idea is, is that uh, the, the actual group decides what's happening. It's not a top-down mentality. It's a group discussion. It's a group decision. And how they've said this will work is part of your membership package is when you come in, uh, you'll be assigned a task. So um, it's the whole old scenario. Many hands make light work. And so as being part of this association, the idea is that the association also needs you not only to for your funds, where the funds will get distributed uh, for the members and for things to do within the industry, but for members to actually contribute directly for the association. So example, um, if you know somebody in your network that uh, may be able to provide uh, some sort of advertisement uh, campaign or something that you know of that will um, work well for the cover cleaning industry, well, then you could bring them on and maybe they could do something, whether it's training, uh, something for the association, something along those lines to bring value to the association. Um, it also, you might be having to uh, reach out to new members. Um, you know, it could be anything. So, again, the idea with association is to be different. It's to get out there and um, ask the members to attribute to the association um, and work it from the bottom up. So the members up, I mean, 
um, which is a, is a great phenomenal thing to do. So it's uh, thinking outside the box. And again, it's um, just something different. Uh, so the other things that were mentioned were industry training. Um, currently at the moment, um, there's ITI, ICRC training. There's also some other groups as well. So CARSI, the Cleaning and Restoration Science Institute, will be coming on board um, and they will be providing some training, both free and paid. Um, now, this training is based around um, business owners, staff members, uh, administration staff, um, building your business, um, how to set your business up for sale, um, and any other thing that is required for the, the industry as a whole. So if the association comes to CARSI and says, look, uh, our members are wanting this sort of training, well, then CARSI can put that together and deliver that for the members of the association. Um, so that's something great to look forward to. Um, so uh, at this stage, it's a state-based association. Uh, the idea is that other states will follow. Um, they will be independent um, at the start. Again, it's to build that um, independency within the state so that the information is collaborated through as many members as possible um, with the goal of being a national organisation um, simply for the numbers. Like if uh, you can't go to a state body and say, look, we've got 50 members, can we get this changed uh, to benefit us? So you need numbers for that. So that's sort of a long-time goal for the association is to get each state set up, uh, have their own um, memberships, uh, their own committees, uh, their own subcommittees, um, and then have a national overlay of, you know, it's all working for the same good. Um, so that's that's a great incentive as well. Uh, everyone to have a voice was another thing that was brought up. And again, that's um, what the association, that's what they want. They, they don't want to, they don't want the committee members to be siding for the members. They want the members to actually have the input and decide whether it's for a poll, um, voting, whatever it is, um, that'll be brought up in the agenda for the next meeting. And again, uh, the more people that get to these meetings, the more people that get involved, uh, the better it is. Like, it's hard for one person to think for everybody. But if everybody um, can have a think about what it is that they really, really want from this association um, and bring forth that to the meetings, bring forth that to other people. So other people that uh, you're talking to, uh, you may be discussing, hey, look, there's a new association and they start getting negative and you can go, hey, hey, whoa, you know, it's um, it's something different. You know, this is this is what they're trying to do. Um, it'd be great for you to come along and, um, you know, put your input in as well. They really want your input. And again, if we get that level of expectation, excitement and everything going for the industry straight away and we hold that, um, it can only be great. So that was one thing that they did push through as well. So they also want some consistency. Uh, and consistency is uh, a few different ways of talking there, but consistency around uh, scheduling meetings. Um, uh, and in those meetings, they're actually timed. So if a meeting is going to be a half-hour meeting, they're half-hour meetings. Um, you know, if they're going to be in our meetings, they're our meetings. So consistency around the meeting times. Uh, also, if there's going to be um, training packages, 
So the consistency around delivering those training packages and everything else that goes along with that. So um, look at some standards was another one they brought up. Um, so current standards, Australian standards was actually probably the biggest thing they brought up. Having um, our own Australian standards. And look, I know there's um, some standards already out there. Um, but again, it's that point where I think they need to be um, overviewed. They need to uh, look more at uh, the materials that are coming through now. There's different materials, there's different methodologies, there's different technologies, different chemistry, um, uh, there's new expectations. Um, you know, people jump online now and watch a couple of YouTube channels and they're professionals and then they look at you and go, well, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. So get some sort of standard within um, this, the Australian and possibly New Zealand market. So that was brought up. Um, having the online platforms. So again, um, what's happened in the past is that uh, meetings sort of happen behind doors and then leaks of information get out to the members. So what they're trying to do now is trying to get, even if you can't attend to a meeting, um, is to get some sort of online meeting available for those to uh, actually be, uh, be involved. So they're working on that at the moment. Um, I'm not sure exactly where that is up to at the moment, uh, but they did say that they're working on it and that's part of the agenda that they're looking at as well. Um, and hopefully they'll have that up and going uh, by the time they have their next meeting. So even if they do uh, are able to have it face-to-face, uh, -face, that there will be some sort of online presence as well. But if not, it'd be a, probably a Zoom meeting where everyone would be invited anyway. So um, the next thing after that was discounts. Uh, so going to our suppliers and getting some sort of discounts or benefits or something along those lines for the associated members. Uh, and again, this is something that's happened in the past. Um, I knew with some of the other industry associations, there was uh, Telstra deals, there was insurance deals. Um, but again, if you know somebody out there that you could speak to that may have the connections to bring forth um, you know, some great deals. It might be a vehicle, how to get a vehicle cheaper, uh, a national fleet rate or something. Um, it could be anything. It, 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 there's a multiple of things we use as business owners. Um, and again, uh, it might be uh, tip fees, you know, it might be how to go to the Victorian government or something. I don't know how that, how that works, but maybe get some sort of um, discount card or something that our members could use. Um, it could be, you know, you might know someone at Coles or Woolworths and um, you might be able to get some sort of um, vouchers or something that uh, we can do as prizes or raffles or something along those lines. So again, we all know different people. So the idea wasn't just for the regular people that you know, support the industry because there's sponsors um, of industries out there that seem to have the sponsor and then give discounts and you know all that sort of stuff as well. You know, They're running a business as well. So uh, it was more of a discussion about it. How can we as a group um, go and grab discounts for the whole state of Victoria, uh, for everybody, you know? Um, yeah, that's where they're going with that. So uh, a big thing was networking as well. Um, so uh, a few of the people that were actually on the Zoom conference um, were on different sides of the state and, um, and they network. So sometimes you're, um, you're advertising 
catches the attention of somebody outside your area. Now, sometimes if it's just outside your area, you might go and do it if it's a decent enough job. But if it's across the other side of the state, it really doesn't matter, you know, unless it's a twenty, thirty thousand dollar job, which is going to be very difficult for a carpet cleaning, upholstery, tile cleaning, leather cleaning job to be. It doesn't make sense to travel, you know, five, six, ten, twelve hours to go to a job. So um, the network aspectility of having an association and where you could um, just say to the client, hey, look, I can't get there for whatever reasons. Um, you don't have to say you're out of the area, but you can't get there. But look, I can recommend somebody from the association. If you jump onto this website uh, and put in your area code, uh, it'll bring up a list of recommended people just like myself. Um, and again, you can go into the spiel of, um, you know, we're all vetted we're all doing the same thing there's training and education and blah 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 so again so that was uh that was brought up which was a very good very good point so um another thing was brought up was raise the standard in the industry um and i think where this come about was um, the discussion around levels of entry into the industry um and again this is sort of old mentality that they're trying to get away from but it is that mentality that's consistently out there is um cowboys are we going to let cowboys into the association um again a little bit of debate which you would expect um so there's no set in stone um yes or no because they haven't got to that point where uh, the members make that decision but the consensus is is that the idea is to get everybody involved, to get everybody's education um, and abilities up. So, again, that's something that's going to be brought up in the associated meeting. Um, who to let in, who not to let in. Um, you know, it's it has to be consensus body. So that was something that was brought up. It was a very, it was a very good point that the discussion went on for um, probably about 10, 15 minutes because it is that, it's quite a contentious sort of a subject you know it's um um you know you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but someone might have a personality clash and you don't want that person to ruin it for that person or anybody else that doesn't have that personality clash with that person so and again it's a very tight-knit community the carpet cleaning um community and people know people so um i think if everyone gets out there and has the same idea of the end goal of what the association wants to look like, the benefits, the perks, um, raising the bar, getting the industry standards up, you know, that sort of thing. I think it's a great idea. Um, this is my own opinion to let people in um, and put them on evaluation. Everybody that comes into the association is evaluated, whether it's for three months, six months or 12 months. Um, that would be what I would say. But again, you have to, I think you have to, be able to give people that opportunity. So, um, and, and that that was a that was a conversation. So those conversations um, were fantastic. Um, all right. The other thing was um, blood in the association, and I think what they were talking about there was I remember um, the membership, um, and, and again they, they haven't come up on a membership um, cost yet or how it's going to be set up, but it's um, it's always a topic of discussion. So the topic of discussion is 
you know, is it $300? Is it 1000 Is it 2000 What is that number? And how do you get to that number? Um, so again, it's something that you need to do as all business owners, whether it's your own business or you're starting up association, is you have to have an idea of where the association is going. So that's how the discussion was going. It was going along um, their plans, what their plans were for the next three months, six months, 12 months, five years, uh, and 10-year plan. Um, so they're, they're trying to put that together. And again, that's something that they want the members' uh, contribution for, is to look at that and go, okay, well, what is possible? And what is the possible timeframes? Because it, it'll come down to how many members are going to contribute their time. And again, if you get one person trying to contribute 100 hours, it's going to take 100 hours. Or if you get 100 people trying to contribute one hour, well, you've got an hour, but then you've got a couple of hours of discussing and bringing it all together. So your idea is to get you know many people putting in hours uh, and then bringing those ideas together. So whether that's through subcommittees or uh, the meetings that they have. Um, and then, so from there, the, the other uh, point they made was having some sort of administration staff. Um, someone look, man the phone, someone man the emails, uh, looking after the social media posts, the, the website. Um, you know, there's a cost to that. So do you hire somebody in for a couple of days a week or 20 hours or whatever it may be? Um, you know, that's got to come out of the fund somewhere. Um, you know, so how many members do you need to be able to afford that? Um, and there's still, you know, your running cost of the business itself. You've still got your um, ASIC costs, your phone numbers, your, your phone line, your internet, your web address, your web, web mail, whatever it is. My, my apologies, I'm not up to that. Um, so there is there is cost, and then if you put somebody on, where do they where do they sit? Do they have a computer? Are they at their own home? Do they have an office? You know, so there's all these costs that need to be looked at. Um, but the association also needs to have funds there. So if they do put on events or some training courses or seminars or whatever it is for their members, there has to be some funds there as well. So I guess the scenario is is um, they're looking at possible numbers. If it's 50 people, well, then it's probably going to have to be around $2,000 um, because I couldn't see, I, I really couldn't even see the association working for, with $10,000 in the bank account. Um, to be fair, Dinkum, uh, you're probably going to have to be around that $50,000, dollars $50, to $50,000 minimum um, to make this work. You know, so you know, you're, looking, you're looking at a decent number. Um, each year and you got to keep these people paying that as well so to keep this running and again not saying it can't happen um, but it's something that they're looking at as well so you know have some sort of blood in the association have your funds your money and your time and your energy is where they're going with that um, now the idea for them to try and get this up and going or is to have the systems in place um, so they're after committee members to start putting some systems in place. And again, as you join up, this may be the first things uh, as a member that they ask you to do. And so there might be some subcommittees, um, but the idea is to get the systems in place that this thing can be replicated um, around Australia and possibly New Zealand. Um, 
And so uh, Western Australia has graciously volunteered uh, a lot of their paperwork um, just with the understanding of uh, what the association is, what it does, um, those sorts of things. So uh, I, I don't believe, I could be wrong, but I don't believe that the Victorian model would be exactly the same as the Western Australian model. Um, there's a few differences that will need to be put in there, obviously, for um, just the amount of people, I believe, that the Victorian model will get. So, but but mainly it's a non-profit association. It'll be set up that way um, and there'll be committees and subcommittees. Um, the other thing they talked about was um, some sort of mentor group. Um, there's a lot of statesmen, let's call them statesmen, in the industry. Um, one of the guys, Peter Brown, been in industries for 50 years. Um, you know, he's getting to that age where he's 65, he's retiring. Um, but there's no sense leaving that information um, alone. Like, he's happy to provide mentorship to... And it's not even people that are new in the industry. It's people that might want that information but may not want to go to their direct competitor, um, you know. So some sort of mentor uh, program um, is what they're looking for. Uh, and also it won't be just for um, carpet cleaning. It would be, you know, business. Uh, it might be accountancy, tax benefits, um, maybe advice on... Uh, changing your business name or advertising, uh, many different things. So some sort of mentorship group. Um, yeah, and the other thing they're looking at was conferences um, and also awards. So having, uh, bringing back awards for the association. Um, and, and a good point was brought up. There was um, three females in the group of 12. Um, so that's one in four. There's 12 people in there. And one in four uh, people were female, which is fantastic. The, the numbers of females getting into this injuries, industry is, uh, is just rapidly growing. And I feel that they actually bring a fresh perspective um, to what we're doing, um, a, a brand new light. And, and it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So, you know, um, not only female, but everyone should be rewarded, but, um, you know, get, getting the females involved um, is, a, is a wonderful thing. It's a great thing. And I, and I believe that they, they will be running um, these associations shortly because they just have such a different way to look at things. I may be wrong, but, you know, that's my thoughts on it. Um, now, Sharon has put this one together um, and she's done a phenomenal job, absolutely fantastic job. Um, so, you know, hats off to uh, everybody that's been involved. Um, Kelly Rumley, Evie Sims, um, you know, all, all put in massive hours. And I'm sure there's other people. I'm, I'm not over everyone. I know Peter put some time in. David put some time in. Um, you know, it's, um, it's, it's absolutely fantastic to see what's happening. Um, and, I, and I can't underestimate or understate um, how much the industry really needs this. And they need uh, 
our listeners, they, they need people that are serious about, you know, this industry. And again, it's a very exciting industry. Um, you know, it's, it's not just a job, it's you're changing people's lives. It's a, it's a very healthy environment that you're creating. That's what you're there for. They're not getting you because it's clean. They're getting you because it's dirty or unhealthy. Um, and we, we need to be proud of that. We need to stand up. Uh, and exactly what we're doing here in the podcast is getting some information out. So please tell your friends, um, tell your enemies, tell anybody, tell everybody. It is, um, it, it's a great, great thing that they're, they're putting together uh, currently in Victoria. Um, it's testimony to the Western Australian branch that have been gone for 20 years, very successfully. Um, but again, this is solely going to be for carpet cleaners, tile cleaners, upholstery cleaners, rug cleaners, um, textile cleaners. Uh, it's not restoration. It's not for the restoration industry. They have their own industry. This is solely for the carpet cleaning, let's call it carpet cleaning industry, uh, and will be designed around that. Um, once the name has been uh, committed to, um, they're going to have no name changes, so it won't get confusing. It won't, you know, it won't have to do... Uh, different advertising, marketing, all that sort of stuff. So, again, it's a really good positive uh, look at what's going on. Please get involved, reach out, uh, jump on that Facebook page and join up um, and invite your friends, you know, your enemies, your friends, it doesn't matter, everyone. The more people get involved in this, the stronger the industry will become. So, look, best of luck, everybody. Uh, it was great catching up with um, the group. I do apologise. Um, I'm not sure what happened was it, uh, it didn't get recorded. It recorded for 10 minutes and stopped. We actually talked for two hours. Um, and so it was going to be over two fortnights. But I've congested it now. And please, for more information, just reach out. So Victorian Carpet Cleaners Association. And I'll see you in the next one. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Unless specifically stated otherwise, the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, or surface, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in these podcasts do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast. The Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast, or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elemental codes that manifest contaminating or destructing uh, properties. The Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.